calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious is chelsea how's it going guys and our co-host chris hey guys how's it going and we have a special guest with us andy foreman from pop talks hey guys thanks for having me this is the first time i've ever guest been a guest on a podcast so it's pretty exciting yeah this is awesome well welcome thank thank you for having me so this is kind of like our uh, first kind of guest on the show like this as well so welcome welcome awesome it's an honor sorry for my nasally ass voice (laughs) (laughs) i like it i dig it um so a little backstory so the way that andy and i met was um at a retro gaming expo in was it february february of this past year it was january january okay and we were both there for one reason. We were there to see the angry video game. Oh, oh wow. I didn't Ooh. realize that. Oh, James Rolfe. I love yeah. him. He's hilarious. Yeah. So Andy was, uh, I think, behind me. We, like, we were all standing. Yeah. It was like a three-hour line. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we became yeah. like pretty we became pretty close in those three hours. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I know that uh, the angry video game nerd... James is a super big um, influencer for you, but like, just tell me about kind of that experience meeting him. Um, well, James Rolfe is like a huge influence on my life, and it's the reason that I'm doing the Pop Talks podcast. Um, the Angry Video Game Nerd is a great series, but I predominantly watch Monster Madness. Yeah, Ooh, me too. Yes, that's my favorite. <laughs> I am. I know. I haven't introduced myself much on this but if anybody who knows me is listening to this they know that i am a horror movie junkie like any kind classic zombie you know grindhouse anything i love horror movies so seeing james rolfe kind of be so passionate about it um i was like well i can do that too for sure not as good but (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's awesome and and as it is october we're just like one week from halloween I was thinking, hey, we need to have a guest, and who better than Andy to be with us? And we're going to talk all things Halloween, not the holiday, but the movie. 1978, oh, wow. I'm sure we're going to be dabbling into the whole franchise and into the remake as well. But uh, yeah, Andy, you, you mentioned kind of being a horror junkie, so what are like your go-to um, horror movies that you like watch regularly every year? Or, like, What are you really passionate about as far as the horror genre is concerned okay well my favorite movie of all time is jaws good one and um i count that as a horror movie i know some people are yeah. like oh it's an adventure movie i'm like but that's one of the <laughs> scariest <laughs> movies i've ever seen <laughs> adventure not to get eaten yeah so I, I jaws is my favorite movie of all time and then coming in at a close close second is john carpenter's halloween there we go yeah i when i watch horror movies i tend to go for atmosphere and like filmmaking style over like blood okay. and guts. Mm. Not I'm not opposed to blood and guts. Right. They're fun, but they have their place. And I really enjoy um, a director that can bring a real atmosphere. And if you watch like John Carpenter's Halloween, the way he uses like oranges and blues and 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 whites to create these like 
beautiful paintings of shots. For sure. And like there is it's that and Michael Doherty's Trick or Treat that are like the perfect examples of the you know, October season. Right. And they're actually Halloween movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most horror, horror movies aren't even based in no. uh, Halloween. Yeah. So oh. actually Chelsea's kind of our horror guru on the yes. show as well. So Nice. nice. Um, we've been having this game throughout um, the year where she tries to <laughs> stump us and try to ask us if, because like she's kind of the the quote unquote yeah. hipster of our group. She has yeah, kind of <laughs> like weird knowledge and um, weird movies and no one's yeah. ever heard of. So she and a lot of it is kind of like these weird. They have to check if uh, if I'm making the movie up. That's my yeah. favorite. Is that oh. you go and Google if the movie exists. That's my favorite thing. So what are some that have stumped them? I'm curious. <laughs> Do I, I have the like list all. with me? Okay, I actually have the list. I'm trying to remember. Uh, They had never seen... Have you ever seen Dark City? The Alex Proyas one? Yes, Uh uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's oh, wow. been a long time, but it's like a neo It's the neo-noir one. Right, right? exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. They had never seen that one. And the then the guy version think... of Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, what was another one that... I, they'd never... I'm, I'm pretty sure you've seen this. Uh, Vamp with Grace Vamp, Jones. Yeah. You know, I actually have not seen that one, but it's on the list. I oh, see, yeah, that's what I said. That's Definitely. what I said. Oh my gosh, yeah. Zam- uh, Vamp is a great one that's like very... I thought it was going to be mostly horror, but it is like honestly more of a comedy horror film. And it's it's really good. Okay, cool. Well, it so, just got yeah. higher on the list. Okay, <laughs> definitely see that. So, yeah, there was a couple of them, though, yeah, that they hadn't, they hadn't seen. But I mean, I, I definitely try to make it like harder than it should be. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, but yeah. on the flip side, we have movies that we think everyone yeah. has seen. Like, she's never seen Titanic. Okay, well, I yeah. mean, it is three hours long. Oh, <laughs> it's have a you great seen movie. Titanic? Yeah, yes. Oh, well, exactly, but, who hasn't? But she hasn't seen, like, Adam Sandler movies and... What I never, I've never seen, like, The Notebook. Neither have I. Oh, oh yes. Classic movie. It's great. I guess See, it it's be... not weird. I, I guess it's just in our DNA or something. Yeah, I know be. the memes. I can tell the you memes. that much. I know the memes. Yeah, I, from I've the seen the pictures and the memes. Yeah, I've yeah, seen I, that. I get the gist. Wow. <laughs> it's a good, it's do you, a good do you have any pull to see the film, you think? Um, the Notebook? Yeah. I mean, I do have some friends that... Uh, like encourage me to watch like romantic <laughs> comedies and but, stuff. But like you, okay, so Vamp went up on the list. To, where has the Notebook stayed low on the list? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a sucker for Ryan Gosling. So <laughs> okay. who is it? Who is it? <laughs> yeah. right. Right. After, after Blade Runner 2049 and Drive, I'll oh, watch yeah. anything he's in. So okay. I, I still need to see First Man. I love Drive. I fell in love with him at uh, Remember the Titans. <laughs> I, I, I liked him in the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, hey. Hey, there you go. Uh, I for, yeah, you, you forget that he... Because all the pop stars came out of that was like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake, I think, yeah. too. Yeah, well, you know... Ryan Gosling. R- Ryan Gosling, and I forget the other guy, but they made an album. Um, he's in this band called Dead Man's Bones. Okay. And it's really good. It, I always listen to it around like Halloween time because it's kind of like a spooky like music like it's him and this guy and like a, a children's choir and it's really cool really? yeah you should check them out maybe that should be one of the songs like that maybe. should be the song of the week that, anyway tangent yeah. but that's so good well i'm a sucker for ryan gosling and, and la la land so i guess i'm basic like that no, him I and love drive it too. is amazing i forgot about drive drive that's a great dope. movie yeah, yeah it, 
the great triple feature is Taxi Driver, Drive, and Nightcrawler. Ooh. Oh, I love Nightcrawler. The, would you throw Baby Driver in, the, in there? Um, I wouldn't, only because <laughs> the theme of those three movies are... More like, psychotic. Well, you can boil them down yeah. to they're sad, lonely guys driving yeah, around dirty true. city streets at night. Yeah, which exactly. I have, a, I have a thing for those movies. Like, <laughs> like that. I'm, I'm really hoping that's what the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie turns out to be. Yes, oh, me yeah. too. I just hope it doesn't suck. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping for good. It's gonna be good. If there's like one comic book movie that I am, I mean, I love comic book movies, but if there's one that's like rising above all of them in terms of hype, it's Joker. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, you mentioned comics. So you actually work at a comic store? Yeah, I do. I work at JPM Comics in Glendora, and that's actually where we record the podcast too. Nice. Me and my uh, co-host Jason is the store manager. And uh, we'll record the podcast in there, and every episode we'll have a, a guest on who's one of the regulars. Right. Oh, so, wow. oh, that's cur- awesome. Currently, my pull box is so big and so lengthy that they stopped pulling for me. They okay. Just like, yeah. They cut me off. They had they had to do that for my mom. My mom had a huge pull list, and then they like she would go and buy like just like hundred dollars worth, and then she's like, I can't do this anymore. And she had to wow. stop. Yeah. So they cut me off. So like, but I like I read. You know, Saga, I read uh, Paper Girls, I read anything nice. Spider-Man. But what what's like a, a book you'd recommend right now? Okay, one of the more recent ones, it just ended, but Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips did this book called Killer Be Killed, mm. which is phenomenal. Like, I haven't been this excited. It's only four volumes. It's over now. Okay. But I haven't been this excited about a comic book in a, like, in a long, long time. Really? What is it, Image? Yeah, it's an Image book. Okay. And it's basically, it, it falls kind of under the uh, Taxi Driver Drive oh. Nightcrawler okay. vibe of Sad Lonely Dude in Dirty street, <laughs> City Streets at Night, but it also has, like, a demon in it. So it's, like, mixing crime noir with horror. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and uh, all I'll say is this. When I'm in Hollywood and I'm a director, everybody else stay away because that's the property <laughs> that I'm adapting when I get into Hollywood. That's cool. That's awesome. So, uh, any other ones? Like, are you are you more into the indie comics? Do you like the superheroes? Or? Oh, I, I go back and forth on okay. all of them. It's um, it's a little bit easier to keep up on indie comics for sure because I do them through strictly through the trades. Okay. Because I buy all of my superhero books uh, monthly. Okay. So I do like all my Star Wars books and all my indie books I do through the trades. Okay. So it's like easier for me actually to keep up on those because right. I'm like, oh, I'll just read a trade tonight. But uh, like the, the superhero books, I let accumulate okay. like five, six at a time. Right. So then I can just, you know, blow through them. For sure. I've been reading the Poe Dameron. That's pretty good. Okay. I want to get on that. Yeah, that's good. I that's the only Star Wars book that I like because I felt like that was controlled and it wasn't going to like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like offspring into different stories yeah. and stuff. So uh, I've heard That's good things cool. about like Lando. Yeah, and, like, I heard Han that too. Solo. Yeah. I, I haven't read any of them yet, but I have them. Yeah. The, yeah. Which is the the theme of being a comic book fan. For I sure. have them. Oh, I will read them. I have <laughs> bags and bags and yeah. boxes of stuff I haven't read yet. So. Oh yeah. Um, one day. I mean, one are you really a comic book fan if you don't have giant stacks of things <laughs> that you need to catch up on? Well, they call it a comic collector, right? Yeah. You're not really a, co- a comic reader is a oh. collector. That's <laughs> true. Well, you're buying them with the intention of reading exactly. them, which is the which is the most important right. part. Yeah. No, but I I love Saga. I love anything uh, Brian K. Vaughn. Like mm-hmm. he puts out a book, I'm I'm all over that. So super creative and super. Um, I think just down to earth, and he's able to take like 
issues that are today that are very relevant and he's able to put his own comedic spin on it and love anything he puts out so nice that's awesome how, that's how I feel about Ed Brubaker yeah for sure uh, I read, haven't read his stuff but yeah I mean when you see Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips on a book it's like when I see um, like Scorsese and De Niro getting back together right. I'm like oh well I'm in <laughs> it's gonna be good yeah all right so we got a couple comics but uh, let's get into Halloween so um, it has been 40 years Wow. Since the original John Carpenter, today uh, is actually the birthday of it. The t- oh, the wow. 25th. T- today oh, okay. is the fortieth uh, birthday. Let me check just to be sure. Boom, but. October twenty fifth. So, um, for those who haven't seen this film, basically what we got is the synopsis is um, nineteen. What I guess no, it's not nineteen seventy eight. I think it's six years before mm. that. No, it's uh, it's seventy eight. It's like fifteen years before, in like uh, oh, when it took right, right. Strikes. So yeah, it's sixty three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. nineteen sixty three, um, we have this teenager girl, and she's in her bedroom, and she's murdered by her six year old uh, brother, mm-hmm. and turns out to be Michael Myers, and he is this crazy, you know, killer. And uh, flash forward to nineteen seventy eight, um, Michael gets loose, and he's out in Haddonfield, Illinois, and the neighborhood is in trouble. That's, that's yeah. my synopsis. Yeah. But. Well, that's what the doctor says. <laughs> yeah. But it's the perfect horror yeah. movie synopsis, too. It's it's like the Jaws formula or the Alien formula, where it's like you take this really simple premise and then you yeah. just let it play out. You For sure. You don't need to throw in a bunch of, like, plot twists. I'm doing no. air no. quotes. Like, the simpler it is, I, I find in a horror movie, unless you're, like, watching seven or something but yeah. like and if you're talking about like slasher or monster movies like that you just take a simple premise and you let it play out right you know so i'll ask you andy like what about john carpenter's you know original movie do you just appreciate i know you talked a little bit about the the yo, imagery but yo i want to know why it's your second yeah. favorite yeah. film i mean all you really need to know is like once you see that title come up and you hear the theme start mm-hmm. yeah. That it was already my second favorite movie of all time. You know, it's uh, it captures the feeling of the holiday so well, but it has such like beautiful cinematography in it. Yeah, like and I actually met uh, Dean Cundy uh, a couple weeks ago, and I told him about how much that movie has influenced me and everything. Right, and he was uh, he was telling me he kind of was pretty humble about it. He's like, well, we were just a, we were just kids hanging out, you know, making a movie and stuff like Like, we were having fun. And that's, like, honestly, it makes me respect the movie. Not like I didn't respect it, but it just, right. you know, amplifies my respect that much more where it's like you realize that these were, like, fresh out of USC film school students yeah. just running around Pasadena with, like, $300,000, you know, <laughs> budget to, you know, which is low even for the 70s. Right. You know, they had one bag of brown leaves that they would spread all over the and then they would have to go collect they kept reusing them. them yeah they would have to go wow. collect the brown leaves because that's how low a budget it was but what i love is that it's it's this movie that has revolutionized film oh for sure and it it came out of the efforts of like relatively new filmmakers like i know he had like he had like dark star and stuff to his name but it's like you know nobody knew who john carpenter was at the time right and nobody knew jamie lee curtis was these were nope. all like mm. fresh talent yeah, uh, Chelsea. What are your thoughts on on Halloween? Well, oh, I have another question. Um, I wanted to know: Have you been to the filming locations? Because oh, I yeah. just I just recently got to go and see them myself with a friend, and it was really really awesome. And seeing them in person um, made me appreciate the movie more. 
Mm-hmm. Um, really? By, like, looking at them and everything. So you've, you have you said you've gone and seen them yourself? Yeah, yeah, I have. I went, um, actually, earlier this summer, I went. And it's, like, this weird feeling of standing there and knowing... 40 years ago, John Carpenter was right. standing here chain-smoking next to a <laughs> next to a camera and, you know, creating this masterpiece. Yeah, it's, it's really easy when you watch films, like, especially because I'm a huge, you know, cinephile. Right. I'm a huge film fan. And you watch something like 2001 A Space Odyssey, and it's like nobody could ever make that besides Stanley Kubrick. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's, you know, it's got this, these magnificent sets and they're like rotating the cameras in ways that you've never seen before. And you, you realize that all this is practical. But then it, like you look at something like John Carpenter's Halloween, where it's like, he didn't have all that available to him, yeah. but he's, you know, had, you know, arguably just as big an impact on oh, the film sure. industry. And if you, you stand there and you're just like, oh my god, like, this place exists. Like, this is real. This isn't on some soundstage. Right. This is, you know, he was actually here filming this. And, and the hedge, like, everyone has that picture we're coming out of the hedge. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, I have it on my Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for me, because I grew up in Pasadena, so, like, I, I don't know, I think it was, like, 16 or 17 when I realized, oh, wait, they filmed Halloween here? And then I watched it again, I was like, dude, that's totally Pasadena. You noticed you that, know? like, by yourself, or someone told you? I think I heard it. Oh, I don't yeah. know. And, and I just, I heard it and I researched it. And then, you know, because um, I've driven past it a couple times. I've, and um, I think Michael Myers' house, they, trans, it's it's like on mission now. Okay. It used to be in the neighborhood, they but they it, moved right? it. Yeah. Yeah. It's by like train tracks. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, does someone just, actually it's live a busy, there? Or it's, it's, a, a, it's a like insurance, insurance office or something. Yeah. Oh, interesting. There's a sign that says, "Please do not stand on the porch." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of, of which I uh, I heeded a little bit. I stood on the steps. Well, oh, good, good but the uh, the Laurie Strode house people they have pumpkins like hanging out there, and you can I think they kind of encourage you to like take a pumpkin and like take a picture. Oh really? yeah, where Laurie sat. It. Yeah, yeah, which is rare because you never find places where they're like cool with you doing stuff like that so it's kind of nice to see that right and i know that um the climax of the movie where the house is that's actually filmed in hollywood yeah okay. that's way far away from and i vi- i visited that one before and what's cr- crazy is across the street is the house from nightmare before i almost said nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> nightmare on elm street okay. um they're like on the same block oh neat and that's yeah it was super cool and i kind of just my friend who was visiting from, oh no, we, I went to school with him, but he's from Virginia, so we were super bored. Um, we went to school in San Dimas, oh. so <laughs> yeah. there's not a lot to do in San Dimas, California. Uh, I know Bill and, and Ted really like it, but yeah, but there's not a whole lot a to circle do. circle so oh, yeah. I was like, dude, like, this is like your first time in LA, really. He's like, yeah. I was like, dude, you know how many film locations there are? And he's like, we should do it. So we... Uh, my buddy Fez and I, we went down and we did, I think, Halloween in Pasadena, and then we did okay. uh, ho- uh, Hollywood and stuff like that. So it was, it was pretty fun. So, Chris, do you, what, what are your... Uh, actually, have you ever seen this before, this uh, episode? I, I saw it actually like a week before so I could watch the new Halloween movie. <laughs> so uh, was your if first you don't time? know, I'm not a big horror film fan. Just I used to get scared when I was a kid, so I just kind of stayed away from him. Uh-huh. But um, I'm starting, as I've joined this podcast, to appreciate more horror films. I actually started watching more horror films like this past week when really? I was sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had nothing watch? to do and I was just laying in bed. I mean, more recent ones like Twenty Eight Days Later. Okay. Um, that's a great one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, and it was filmed on a super low budget too. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's good. Most, most horror movies are. <clears throat> I'm not as scared as I used to be, so I'm like, you know. Good job. <laughs> trying to be a little brave and watch a couple <laughs> horror films. See what I'm missing out on. But I thought it was a really, really good movie. Um, like, the cinematography was great. I do. I used to be into film when I was, like, in high school. Mm. Um, you just remember, I used to, like, film a lot of stuff. Right, so, that's true. Yeah, I, that was, like, my first passion before I got into IT. <laughs> but, um, oh, and I actually worked in uh, um, the movie industry for a while. But, um I thought it was great. I thought the filming location was cool. Knowing that it was in Pasadena after you told me uh, was actually really cool. So I actually really liked this movie. It was simple, but uh, mm -hmm. terrifying and fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think this movie was, and, and I know, Andy, you've been t saying it a lot. It's like it redefined yeah. not just horror, but mm -hmm. it redefined, like, cinematography. It redefined, like, all it was great. kind well, of <clears throat> movies in general. So I, I always go back to... Um, it has a connection to it because Jamie Lee Curtis and Janet Lee. but yeah. right. I always compare Halloween to Psycho. Because mm -hmm. mm. um, Psycho, I know a lot of pretentious film fans will, will disagree with me on this, but it's a slasher movie. You know what I mean? Like did it, Chelsea just die? Did you just fall uh, <laughs> no, die, Chelsea? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> she, something <laughs> fell. She is a pretentious film fan, and she's like, she's like, what is he about to say? <laughs> like she's getting all hyped up. Well, we just did Poltergeist, so maybe yeah. there's a, there's a yeah. host no, in her Oh, house. this thing on my dresser just fell. It scared <laughs> no. me so bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I always call Psycho the first slasher movie, and I'm not the only yeah. one that does that. I did not coin that term. But um, they talk about Psycho and... I think, I think it may have been John Carpenter that even said this, but he was talking about how Psycho, the horror was no longer in Victorian-era castles in Transylvania. Right. You know, yeah. and, or, and it wasn't a giant bug in the Nevada desert, yeah. which it was in the 50s. You know, um, it brought it into, like, American culture in the mainstream. You could mm -hmm. be driving down the freeway yeah. and come across, like, a remote motel. Right. That's what I feel about Halloween, too, where it's sort of... And, I mean, there were slasher movies before this, and not like there weren't movies that took place in the suburbs before right. this. But it's one of those movies that it, it it drops horror right into the heart of America. You know Brings I mean? it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it could happen on any street corner. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And, and you know, we're like, I don't know, 20 minutes into this podcast, and we haven't really talked about Michael Myers. But, uh, you know, how iconic a character in film is and he doesn't even say a word you know oh no just just the the i mean he's credited as the shape in the, right. in the credits but just the shape of him is terrifying like to just look out the window and see someone oh, yeah. just standing there and what i love what i love is the inevitability of michael myers is like he doesn't he doesn't run to get you. Nope. Because he's gonna get you. Yeah, he will. You know, like he'll he'll stand outside your school and just staring at you because he's like he's like, I'll get you later. Yeah. yeah. You know. I just, I just uh, Jamie Lee Curtis how she didn't like really freak out much. She just had this guy falling around like it wasn't a big deal. And it was the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. You put your kids want trick or treat yeah. alone yeah. back then and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Parents, parents. But I had no idea that that mask was a Captain Kirk. Mask that oh, was spray painted gray, yeah. and yeah. the eye holes were stretched out a little bit. Mm -hmm. They almost went with the Emmett Kelly mask, which is like the traditional like sad clown. Yeah. Right. And they said uh, the Nick Castle, the guy who played um, Michael Myers, uh, he came out wearing the Emmett Kelly mask, and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's that's pretty creepy." But it's one of those things that's like intentionally creepy. Yeah. yeah I don't know if you've ever. Uh, I know you're. You said you weren't a big horror fan, but if you watch certain horror movies. That it's like they're trying too hard to be scary, right, and right. and if he, I I mean that movie would not have changed the world the way it did if he had been wearing a clown mask. No, yeah. you know, like but that one just that mask is so 
simple and perfect in the way like it appears in the light and everything. Right. Yeah. And I and I think like I never thought about this before, but like until now, but like just the mask, it's a human mask, right? Yeah. It's a human mm-hmm. face. Like Ghostface Killer, it's a distorted, you know, image. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason Voorhees, it's a it's a hockey mask, but just like it's a human face on there. Like that's, it's just the blankness of yeah. it. It's like a mannequin coming yeah, after you. It crazy. is creepy. It's the creepiest mask I've ever seen. Yeah, it and, creeps me out. And what's great is like um, the design of Michael Myers too is so simple. Like you get that mechanic jumpsuit, yeah. but just the way like the face almost seems to float by itself throughout yeah. the frame of the film. You know, you know the the actual frame yeah. is. I mean, it, it's it's simple and brilliant. That's all I can say. It's like having the barrels pop up in Jaws. Right. It, it just works. So we can't talk about Halloween without talking about Season of the Witch. <laughs> oh, we're skipping over two? Well, well, well I love know. Season of the Witch. Okay, I love it but, too. I, yeah, well, well, two, I, I think, because we'll talk about the, uh, the remake that just came out, and I think we'll talk about you know Halloween 2, the, one, the second one that came out while we talk about that. But like, Season of the Witch... Where do you fall on that? People either hate it or love it. It's a... F- okay, here's the thing. Season of the Witch is a fine film, but I feel because it's been crapped on so much, there are people who will come out and just vehemently defend it right. like, to the death. And I, I remember watching it and going like, this is this is fine. Right. Like, it's got a cool John Carpenter feel to it, but it's not like... like I remember people like will defend it like it's like on a on par with like creep show or something <laughs> you know what i mean like because because it, it has that like ec comics like right, horror vibe for sure and I, I love it does feel like a twilight zone or tales from the crypt uh episode but it's people will like defend that to their right. death and i'm like yeah it's a good movie it's yeah i enjoy it it's not my favorite halloween sequel Mm-mm. you know no i i think you know that particular movie for me like when i first watched it i was like this is trash but I've learned to, you know. Yeah, if you appreciate- just if you just treat it like its own standalone thing, it's way better. Yeah, yeah you know, don't link it to the other films. Mm-hmm. No, and uh, what I do like about it is they it they're pretty ballsy. I mean, they like kill kids. Oh yeah, it's a messed up movie. Yeah, like, I haven't seen it. But you haven't seen it. No. It's good. It has nothing to do with uh, Michael Myers. I'll watch but, it though. Yeah, I'm sure there's some great fan fiction online that, oh, that sure. links all of them together. But yeah, if you watch it just as like just a standalone horror movie it's it's a it's an above average 80s horror movie okay. right. it's a, the score is great and dude the ending with tom atkins oh yeah screaming stop it stop it <laughs> i mean that's like one of my favorite movie right. moments right there it's funny yeah. yeah it's good no i i think you know there's few actual movies that are set in halloween mm-hmm. and that's one of them and that's what's cool like you see the kids grabbing the um, the masks and stuff and the, the mm-hmm. catchy song Halloween you know it just gets stuck in your head like you know three days to Halloween I'm gonna be hearing it the rest <laughs> of the day. you're welcome yeah exactly uh, Chelsea where do you fall on uh, season of the witch oh yeah I love season of the witch do you <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't you're know you're one I of really... those people no. oh man I like it yeah and, and I do I have talked to people who don't really like it and I just tell them like just just separate mm-hmm. it like. From the other Halloween films, and treat it like a standalone movie, and it, it's good. Like if you just look at it that way, and it does help that way if you do it. So, but yeah, I love. I it is it is ballsy with the kid dying, and and I love the masks, and like they've been. Uh, I think they just. I don't know how long it's been, but they've uh, been putting some of those masks out in some Halloween stores. You can get them. 
the silver shamrock ones. I haven't seen those. Oh, awesome. they, they yeah, they're cameo. out. They make a cameo in Halloween 20. Uh, that's what yeah. I heard. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, like, so there's some trick or treaters wearing them or something. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I want to clarify, like, I don't have any animosity towards Halloween 3 at all. I'm just saying that, like, people will defend that thing. Like, it's Creepshow or something. No, yeah. You know, I don't like, they'll put it, it on yeah. the level of Creepshow, and I'm just like... But but then again, well, I'm the guy that praises, like, Psycho 2. Because Psycho 2 is an amazing <laughs> movie. There's, like, another There's like another thing that's similar to that. Like, have you ever seen these um, house movies with the oh, guy? Yeah. yeah, the guy William from... Yeah, well, yeah, Greatest American mm-hmm. Hero. Um, there's, like, a bunch of those. And then they get to, like, one house movie, and it has the mm-hmm. title House, but it has nothing to do with the other movies. And it has, like, I think Lance Henriksen in it, and there's, mm-hmm. like, some kind of serial killer. And, like, it has the same problem where people don't like that one because it's they think it's part of the House series, but it's not. And that's, like, the only thing I can think of where it's sort of a similar situation. Yeah, they do that a lot with, um, like, the Lucio Fulci zombie movies, because mm-hmm. it was uh, supposed to be a sequel to uh, Dawn of the Dead it, when it was released in Italy, so they oh, called okay. it, like, because zo- it was called Zombie, mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead was called Zombie, and then they called it Zombie 2, and then when they released Zombie 2, in uh, which was an unofficial sequel, they released it in America, they just call it Zombie, but if you look, it's like... It's like zombie two, three, four, five right. in uh, in like Italy, and then it goes like zombie, zombie two, zo- so zombie two is zombie three, right? <laughs> zombie three is zombie four, and it just like it's one of those things. And then after a while, they just have nothing to do with anything, and oh, they yeah. just use the name. Just to well, make I think a that bit more like money. Halloween is freaking confusing in uh-huh. the timeline. Well, it, oh, definitely. The the perfect uh, it's a, it's a trend if. I could just make this point real quick yeah, before for sure. we Go move on. It. It's the trend that's still going today. Because if you look at the Cloverfield movies, they just buy those movies mm-hmm. and then slap the Cloverfield mm-hmm. name yeah. on them. It works because I like the idea of this Twilight Zone anthology series. But then you get something like the Cloverfield Paradox, right. where it's like, that's oh, terrible. This, where you're like, oh, this is just a turd that we bought. That we're, there's no way we'll be able to sell it, so we'll put the Cloverfield name on it and we'll release it on Netflix and pretend like it's an event. Right. Oh. You know what I mean? Like and so it's 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 a very similar thing where it's like uh, there are still movies that are just kind of being shoehorned into franchises just to make a little bit more money. Right, and and I feel like every movie studio is just trying to do a cinematic universe. And oh yeah, like, and e- even Universal tried to like revive the the classic horror movies, and that mm. failed Dude. miserably. Yeah. Well, and if it's a successful tr- franchise, they don't they don't want it to die either. They want to keep true. going. So, we'll milk it. you know, like as long as they can go. So that's how I look at it, too, is they just, if we can keep kind of using this, you know, we can keep going with it. So, what, which is why we have another Grinch movie. I'm like, I don't, oh, I don't yeah. need this. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need this. I already have an animated Grinch movie. I have a live action. Yeah. I'm good. I am good. There's only so many things you can do with the Grinch. But <laughs> I know. It's a 15-page book. But I mean, like I'll, like, I'll see people, like, freak out about the Grinch movie that's coming out now, and they'll be like, well, it's not like the Jim Carrey one. I'm like, the Jim Carrey one scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you watch certain sequences of that movie, it's shot like a horror movie. And, like, I was more scared of the Ron Grinch. Howard. I, I was more scared of the Grinch when I was a kid than I was of, like, Frankenstein that's or the funny. Wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of scared. No, uh... How are we talking about the Grinch? Uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I feel like. Well, I guess this is a segue. Um, there's, I guess, there's so much we could talk about Halloween, but uh, recently the the new movie just came out, mm-hmm. so it's called Halloween. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. That's what everyone's it's calling like, it. It's like mm-hmm. the third. Well, here, 
Yeah, how many movies in this franchise have been called Halloween? Go for it, Do you want me to break the timeline? Go for it. Okay, so there's Halloween 1. And then there's Halloween 2, which is a direct sequel to the original okay. that takes place on the same night. Then, as we've said, Halloween 3 has nothing to do with any of them. Right. Because that failed, they did Halloween 4, which is the return of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. That introduced what is called the Thorn story, which is this weird idea that links Michael to, like, druid... Like, right. Uh, he has, like, the tattoo on his wrist, and, <laughs> and that goes 4, 5, and 6. Six. And that's, like, what Halloween fans call the Thorn trilogy. And they just get worse and worse, but they're so stupid that I love them. Um, I'll defend Halloween 4 until the day I die. That's a good movie. But um, then they decided to bring Jamie Lee Curtis back in what is called Halloween H2O. The seventh. Buster Rhymes. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) No, That's that's the sequel. That's the sequel. Okay. Halloween H2O actually has some integrity to it. It's a good movie. And then that was supposed to definitively kill off Michael. But because it didn't. So this, so first off, there's two branching timelines. There's okay. four, five, and six, and right. then there's H2O. Right. And yeah. because um, they do definitively kill Michael, spoilers, but it's 20 years old, um, <laughs> they do definitively kill him, but then they brought him back in Resurrection. That's, That's right. the Busta right. Rhymes one. And one of right. the worst films I've ever yeah. seen. That killed the franchise. <laughs> so there How does he resurrect? Um, okay, so they explain it in the end of H two O. Is spoilers okay? Go for yeah, it. Okay. In the end of H two O, she cuts his head off with an axe, like, and it was supposed to be like the definitive end yeah. of Michael Myers. And then in Resurrection, it's revealed that he he like crushed a paramedic's throat and then put him in the Michael Myers costume. So Laurie Strode accidentally killed an innocent man. Oh man! Um, and then Michael Myers comes back in Resurrection, which is by far just one of the worst films I've ever seen. It's like <laughs> it encompasses everything that is wrong with like the post scream horror genre, right, right, right. where it's like, like it, they just got worse and worse and worse. And they thought they were being clever because they were like self-referential. You know, t- I've only seen it once. I only need to see it once. Uh, Halloween Resurrection. I think the, I'm gonna watch them yeah. all now. No. Oh yeah, but then then. <laughs> That killed it. <laughs> so they did the Rob Zombie movies. Which I actually don't mind. People poo-poo on it, but I'm, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Well, in, in hindsight, I don't mind them. Right. When I was watching... Okay, I, I hate 2. 2 is a terrible movie. I'm sorry. I like, it drags. I, it's, That's it's what I've so, heard, that it's which not one? good. Oh, Rob Zombie's Halloween oh, okay. 2. It, they turned him into, like, hobo Michael Myers, which I mean... <laughs> Props to Rob Zombie. I can I can respect anybody that makes an attempt to do something different, yeah. but whether the attempt succeeds or fails is a completely different conversation. For sure. So now, after that killed it, again, it's been killed like four or five times, they're doing Halloween, which is the one that just came out, yeah. and it's a direct sequel to the original. Yeah. Right. Well, which I think yeah. is funny because you have Halloween, and then literally this is supposed to be the sequel, and it like yeah. gets, but it's the same yeah. name. I just think it's funny. It's like Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> it's not even Halloween two yeah, or wait, anything. Yeah. So wait it until is they, confusing. Wait until they bring back like Corey Feldman for like another Lost Boys movie. Oh, and it's a yeah. direct sequel to the original, but it's just called Lost Boys. Lost no, well Boy. they already had that. They had those directed. Yeah, they have two do. of them. They have one called. They're like, oh, terrible. The I've seen them. I've seen they're them. They're so bad. They're they're awful. And one of them is like Kiefer Sutherland's brother. And I'm I, yeah. You know, I, <laughs> wow. But I'm just saying, like '80s nostalgia is. I mean, I'm on 88 miles per hour podcast, yeah. so you guys know this. <laughs> yeah. But '80s nostalgia is in right now. So Welcome I, to the DeLorean. I would not put it past Warner Brothers to be like, yeah, let's put Corey Feldman in another Lost Boys movie. <laughs> they needed <laughs> no. So yeah, so um, I actually just saw it last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris, I know, I know you've been waiting to to say your. I saw, I saw it like a week ago. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah, know. Last Friday. I want to know your opinion so bad, Chris. I'm, I'm 
very interested in why you feel don't, the way. Don't you hold back. Don't I, hold I, back. It was just the story don't hold back. Over, the story was all over the place. Like I had no idea why this was happening, why that was happening, how somebody gets shot in the head, <laughs> and what else? His hand blown off by a shotgun. Well, I guess because he's Mike Myers, you know. Right. But he's Mike um, Myers. I don't know. Mike Myers. So Michael yeah, Myers. baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I thought the story was all over the place. I was confused as to what was going on. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis set up that that cabin. Knowing he was going to come This is spoils. Back. Yeah, uh, spoiler spoilers. Alert. It's spoil, okay. Spoilers. It's right. There's a oh bunch my. of spoilers. You know, I would not be surprised if he, if he comes back after being incinerated. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure uh, that's yeah, going to happen. Uh, but I just thought, it, I mean, I thought I actually liked the cinematography of this one. It was similar to the original. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like uh, that one scene where uh, her granddaughter's sitting in the classroom and she's staring at her from outside. Right. Nice just like watch. Michael yeah. Myers was doing in the yeah. original. So I thought that was cool, that link. A, but besides so that, cool I wasn't a big fan. Okay. Um, I thought it was boring well over the place. One guy behind me goes, this is trash. <laughs> like, literally. And then Matt, my friend Matt's looking at me going, dude, this sucks. I was like, I know. <laughs> but... So I know Andy liked it. You, you like, like yeah, it, I'm right? on, like, the other side okay. of the planet, that, this, No, this is, so wait, this is think, what makes it Do you think, though, that, it, I mean, obviously, does it have a lot to play if you're a big fan of the movie or not? Like, because, um, you know, Chris... I'm guessing you're not like a big fan of Halloween, so I like the first one. But I, like I don't know, maybe that has some to play because it's like a lot of people watching this film, it's like nostalgia for the first film. A li- like a little of I that s- is playing into it. Maybe it's because I saw it like a couple days before. <laughs> it's gotta be because you like... probably I don't know. Yeah, but it's getting really good reviews. So yeah, I, don't I know. saw that. So I, I want to hear kind of Andy's input yeah. because we have chris he didn't like it uh-huh. andy really liked it you, you've seen it twice yeah i've seen it twice so tell us what you thought about it i was fully on board for it <laughs> i'm sorry chris i i i loved it i i thought it was a great uh homage and but without being too like kiss assy to the right. first movie yeah. like it was it was a it was its own thing uh but it it felt we're getting a lot of movies now that have that have the feeling of the original mm-hmm. without just copying the original mm-hmm. um sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't mm-hmm. i feel for this one it did um i, I like that it kept it like a simple slasher premise there are like plot development you saw it right yeah are spoilers okay i want to yeah, go for it spoilers go for are okay so when the doctor turns evil and everything yeah. i'm like okay this exists purely to get michael myers to laurie strode's house right but at the same time i remember i was like starting to get annoyed at that but then i remembered i'm like it's a slasher movie <laughs> you know what i mean oh Ch- yeah, Chelsea lives on a racetrack. Sorry, I know. I just heard that and I was like, Ugh. yeah, I live off of like a major, like major street. So. Damn, <laughs> it's like NASCAR. She's doing a podcast from her car. <laughs> Go on. Excuse Chelsea's car. And drive. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that was just Christine. Okay. But you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep okay. going. Yeah, yeah. I, um. Sorry, I was a little thrown off. But yeah, I just felt that it was... Um, you were on the part with the doctor where yeah, you saying you're getting annoyed with him turning evil. Yeah, I was I was kind of irritated for like two seconds, and then I remembered I'm watching a slasher movie right. and to just have fun with it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not I'm not sitting here watching... It's not supposed to be like some kind of like elevated, like grand right. uh, Tarantino plot where everything fits together. I'm like, this is fine. <laughs> it Like, I've endured much dumber stuff from this franchise. Right. Um, so, I'm in the middle. Okay. I'm in the middle. You're actually in the middle. I am actually in the middle. There's things I liked, and there's things I really didn't like. 
Mm-hmm. Um, things I liked. I liked some of the tracking shots. I liked how modern it was, it was but cool. also it was a throwback. They they like there's this one scene where Michael Myers, you see him. And he goes into the garage, grabs the hammer, and mm. like it's all a tracking shot. I'm like, oh, mm. that's cool. This the cinematography is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like some of the, like um, this is one of the coolest parts is when Michael Myers is on uh, the balcony mm. and Lori Strode's on the ground, uh-huh. and it it it's a flip from the original where yeah. she then yeah. disappears and it's the same music. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's See, dope. And and I feel like um, this is it works in a way that like. I'm going to compare this to, like, the new Star Wars movies. For sure. Okay. I, I don't know how you guys fall into these new Star Wars I movies. Them. I, I like them. I don't want you to think that I'm, like, a, mm. like a oh. Chelsea doesn't like them. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> well, I don't want the listeners to think that I'm, like, a Disney hater or anything. Right. No, just, but, no. but the amount of, like, like uh, fanboy service that is put into those movies is a, is a little sad sometimes. <laughs> and They're I, trying too hard. And I feel like the the... The fanboy service in this movie, because this is kind of like a Force Awakens ish type yeah. reboot, where yeah. it's like, where it's like, it's technically a reboot, but, or it's not, it's technically a sequel, but we're basically rebooting it for everyone. We're going to bring back the original actors so that it has, you know, the yeah. pedigree. Uh, but I feel like the all the callbacks that they had in this one were all, were either subtle enough or done well enough that I didn't have a problem with them. Okay. In terms of the way, like when you watch, like, say, like The Force Awakens or. The Last Jedi, both of which I like, but you kind of you kind of sit there and you're like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I don't freak right. out over like fanboy service for in those sure. movies. Yeah, okay. no, I I think some of the stuff was good. Some of the fan service, like you, you mentioned, um, the masks that were in that um, the Shamrock mask. Yeah, it's like very very just quick, and if mm-hmm. you caught it, you caught it. If you didn't, oh well. But it was just, it was cool. The things I didn't like is I thought it was all over the place. I but felt like the tone. Like there was times where I was like busting up, and it was uh-huh. just it, it felt like a little skit. Oh, like the uh, someone right. was telling me that is Danny McBride in this movie? He's no, he's the it. writer. He's oh, the okay. The somebody was telling me that maybe he made it kind of like, like kind of like you're saying, all over the place, like funny, and then yeah. well, you know what? What I read was there's they were gonna make two movies and decided to make it one, and I felt like they had a hard time Do, knowing what to keep and what to cut yeah. they so were gonna like, do like this... a first part and a second part or apparently that's a that's not a great idea for like slasher no. type movies no. like you gotta and, keep them one and done right you know? so i because there's there's a lot of characters in this and like the first movie only five people die and he like triples that yeah. <laughs> this movie like it's just like characters are there and then they're just they're done and it's gruesome and i think like i don't know if it's good but it, it it's like a modern it's very modern, as like the kills in the first one are kind of goofy. They're kind of off screen, mm-hmm. some yeah. of them. But this one's like in your face. But there's also some that are off screen, and I think those are the ones that actually work more because I'm always a fan of horror movies where you actually don't see kills on screen and Less actually the imagination. Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah, but I felt like oh, there was one one scene in particular where I was just like, "Where's this movie going?" Which one? Where the the kid the kid who's being ba- babysat. And mm-hmm. it, the I think the the babysitter's name was Vicky. Yeah. And and she you know that whole scene they're like you know she the the babysitter is talking to um, 
Lori's granddaughter and saying like, hey, you know, you're going to come over. And, with her and, boyfriend, right? Yeah, with your boyfriend. Yeah. We're going to, you know, have Alakazam and then, or whatever yeah. they say, Hocus Pocus, I don't know. And the kid's like, I know you're about to smoke weed. And it was this like hilarious <laughs> interaction, right? And I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden, Michael Myers comes and just like kills him. And the kid <laughs> just pieces out. He's like, he, he's the smartest kid. He's like, I'm out. And he just runs away and everybody dies. That. That, that, was, kid, that kid was hilarious. I know, but it was hilarious. just like, where where is this? And there was like the scene with the cops and they're like cracking jokes. And then Michael Myers comes. I'm like, I don't know. Like the movie, am I supposed to laugh? Am I supposed yeah. to be scared? Like it just felt like, a, it, it felt like a, a car that was, it wasn't smooth, but it, at times it was like, Gas, gas, break, break, gas, break, and it was just like kind of jerking. I mean, the movie had me drawn in in the beginning when, uh, when, when they that boy and his dad came up to the bus. Oh, when, snap. when it crashed, that, that was a great. That, that the, the whole yeah. the whole theater groaned when he when broke that little kid's neck. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, this movie is gruesome. It's gonna get crazy, and it had me drawn in, and then it just lost me a little bit after that. Yeah. But literally, I don't know if the whole theater groaned when you saw that. But literally, when they broke that kid's neck, everyone... <gasps> right, he was like yeah. 12 or 13. He was like 12, yeah. Chelsea, and they break this oh, kid's gosh. neck and kills him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's another, again, Dang. it's kind of like upping the ante for 2018. Yeah. For sure, you know? yeah. Like, that's hey, in the, fr- in the first one, they kill a dog, yeah. right? <laughs> and everybody's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which, and there's a scene where there's a baby in it, and you're like, are thought, they going yeah, to go there? Yeah. Are they, and, and I think They're, they yeah. did that on purpose. They, well, obviously, yeah. It was definitely, because... The second time I saw it, um, the friend I was seeing it with, she started to go like, "Oh no, 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 yeah, no, no!" I no, thought no. the same like, thing. I was like, "Don't yeah. kill the baby! Don't yeah. kill the baby!" And and the thing is, is I, I um, when I saw it, people are like, "Oh well, why wouldn't?" I've heard people say, "Why wouldn't he kill the baby?" He's like this murderous, you know, machine or whatever. And I go, "It's the same thing as like the predator. Like, there's no sport in it, so right. he, he's yeah. not going to kill. <laughs> he's not going to kill. I mean, he'll kill a defenseless." like 20 year old babysitter yeah. right because at least she can run away and that's right. how he justifies it in his mind I'm yeah. yeah actually one thing that i i like that a lot of people didn't are the the podcasters in the beginning they, like i thought that was one of the most oh. interesting things mm-hmm. and then it was like there and then gone like within the first 20 25 minutes i was like oh i was actually like really into that i don't know why i was like yeah but the, I thought they were gonna like. I thought they were gonna be more into the movie and like go back to his yeah. backstory a little bit. I thought bit, they'd be in a big like, part of the movie, you but. know, because like I almost <laughs> I was like, wait, what? When they said, um, oh, isn't it true that Michael Myers and and your your grandma or like brothers and sisters? She's like, oh no, that's a rumor. And I'm like, wait, what? Like that's that's huge. Like that's it's huge part of the yeah. the Halloween franchise. And I was just like. I wanted like a timeout at that point. I'm like, okay, can we can we talk about this? Like, can we have? <laughs> can I have a moment? Was that all they said about that in the movie? It was. It was that yeah, flip. It's, 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 it's so. a throwaway line, but that's what I like about it, though, is that they were like, that it allowed them much more creative freedom. I think by just making this a sequel to the directly to the first one, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, because then they don't have to deal with any kind of story, right? Line, which I I was all for because if I'm being honest, like you guys heard my. Super annoying breakdown of the timeline. There's like <laughs> there's like five different timelines in this right. franchise and everything. So I'm like, you know what? If they want to make one where she's not his sister anymore, that's fine. It doesn't really yeah. matter to me, you know. I think for me, I actually like that because it shows a little bit of humanity towards Michael Myers. And I know that he's not supposed to be human, mm-hmm. but I think it actually connects the dots a little bit more. Like he's drawn to her. He wants to, I don't know, kidnap her, kill her. There's something that. 
you know, he's for did he's, the he's locked on at Laurie Strode. Whereas here, it's just random, and he's just like killing whoever. Did the, really did the sister thing was that like the second film? Because that's not in the first film. What the brother sister angle? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was uh, John Carpenter. Literally said, um, I forget. I'm not. I'm not quoting him directly, but I remember they said like, where was the idea for? Uh, Lori being his sister, where did that come from? And he said, like, oh, the six-pack of beer I was drinking that night. <laughs> like, okay. he, he pulled that out of his butt. Yeah. Like, he was not interested in doing a sequel, actually. So he was, like, writing, and he's like, well, i got to come up with something. Right. She's his sister, you know? Right. And then that, that ended up just defining I, the story. I think it works. So I, 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 can, I can go either way. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter to me, because, honestly, what I come to these movies for, I, I like the stories, but, like, what I come to these movies for are atmosphere and... So, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I'm on, there's things I liked, there's things I didn't, I just felt like some of it was... Jeez, Chelsea. <laughs> I thought you pulled over. You guys, I gotta go, he's, uh, my Fonzie's here. <laughs> <laughs> so, I felt like it was just kind of all over the place, but there were certain things uh, I liked. I thought, man, Jamie Lee Curtis, she knocked it out of the park. I think, you mm-hmm. know, just that, that idea of kind of the, the victim taking back her power mm-hmm. and and preparing 40 years for this but i love how like when she sees him she breaks down like that's super real you know like that's yeah. that's the person who um you know tried to kill her and stuff but uh yeah i i don't know i you know will i see it again probably but i feel like out of all the halloween movies i feel like the remake was one of the stronger ones I'll are they are they gonna keep going with these now you think are they gonna make more I mean, it, it made like they? 80 million dollars yeah. <laughs> wow. so yes there's gonna be more. And surprisingly right. it almost has an 80 on rotten tomatoes i'm actually that's why i was surprised yeah i will say this like if we're talking about like the future of yeah. what this movie is going to inspire um i'm i mean i will see these as long as they keep making them but i'm more excited by what this inspires from other franchises okay. like um i don't watch this show at all but like robert england came back to the goldbergs as oh, freddy really? krueger yeah he was on the goldbergs as freddy krueger and now there's like this massive online campaign oh, like bring sure. oh. robert england back for one more and i'm i'm all for this idea of kind of indulging in nostalgia without bathing in it yeah. right you know what i mean like why not bring Robert England back for one more? Why not bring Doug Bradley back for another Hellraiser? Yeah, right. You know, and the, the idea that they're doing like a like a Child's Play reboot is uh, is so stupid to me. I mean, it <laughs> might turn out to be fine, right? But like the idea that you still have Brad Dourif and you still have Don Mancini and they're making Chucky movies, you know, even if they're like direct to video, they're good movies, right? You know, well, Curse of Chucky was a good movie, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But I, I, Seed of I, Chucky. I, I'm excited for what this is going to inspire because the thing about uh, that you can't deny about Halloween 2018 is that it has a lot of effort and passion put into it. For they, sure. they really care, and that's something that like you don't get from franchise movies all the time, like, especially movies like this. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Do, do you remember like when Texas Chainsaw 3D came out? It was terrible. I actually, saw yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen all the Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre movies, but like, and then there was that um, direct-to-video one, Leatherface, which is not horrible, but at the same time, it's one of it's like you watch it and it's like, yeah, they had the rights, so they made this. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm excited for franchises to maybe because David Gordon Green clearly cares about this right. franchise and he's clearly inspired by it. So I'm excited about like more up-and-coming directors getting the chance to like take on these 
franchises that made them horror fans and want to make movies, right. you know? I, I personally think that, I think the, the strength of horror is actually in TV right now. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah. And I think, I think we're gonna, cause... But really, this was the only horror movie no, that was out in all of October. For Halloween? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's because it's going to demolish anything else well, that comes out. But still, but like, usually, like especially in the 90s or early 2000s, you'd have two or three in the month. But the thing well, is, is... You can get the, Suspiria next month. That's true. I can't wait for that. That's I really want to see yeah. Suspiria because I love the original. So Yeah, and, and that's another one of those... Uh, like That's a straight-up remake. It's not a sequel or anything, but that looks like it has a lot of passion put into it. But if we're talking about like horror movies that are coming out, yeah, there's stuff like the Slenderman movie where it's like, <laughs> who cares? But at the same time, like we're getting movies like The Witch and mm-hmm. Hereditary, the and Witch. it comes at night. Yeah, uh, the the Vitch. How it was. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. But um, <laughs> Pet Cemetery is coming out. That I think that's really going to be a too. totally even, remade. Even like the the It movie we got last right, year. Right, that was good. That, that that's like an above average horror movie. Like, yeah, it's a very very good horror. No, movie. I like. And the second one's coming out soon. So yeah, it made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'm currently watching um, Haunting on Hills, Hill House mm-hmm. on Haunting Netflix. Have you seen that? I haven't started yet. Oh, my gosh. But it's from the guy who did Gerald's Game, so I'm completely on board. Oh, my gosh. So it's I'm, good. Oh, my gosh, it's good. So it's actually creepy. Like, I, I don't get creeped out as much anymore in horror movies, but this has me like, woo! And, and yeah. what I love about it is it has jump scares, but they're tasteful. They're not cheap. They're okay. like... Mm. They're yeah. suspenseful. There's like, because there's times where the music just stops, mm-hmm. and it's just like these kids and these ghosts, and then the jump scares there. You're like, ow! It's really good. I can't highly recommend it more. So I'm uh, four episodes is in, it, and I it's heard it gets crazy. Yeah. Well, Mike Mike Netflix. Flanagan knows what he's doing. Yeah, dude, it's so he, good. He's doing um Doctor Sleep, the the sequel to The oh, Shining. That's right. Which when I like, The Shining is in my top ten movies of all mm-hmm. time. I love The Shining. Same. But. Uh, uh, but like when I heard that he was coming on board to direct that, I'm like, I'm I'm in. Like <laughs> I, I don't like I'm in. And you know I'm, I've heard I I haven't read the Doctor Sleep novel yet, but I certainly will before the movie comes out. But um, I've I've heard people are like, mm, why are they making a sequel to The Shining? But I'm like, but but yeah, you're getting Mike Flanagan to do right. it. You know, it's not like it's not like back in the early 2000s no. where it's like we got some music video director to do this right you know no I that's mean? a good that's point that's a really good point yeah, yeah it's people who actually care yeah like um the creed movies like ryan coogler actually oh, yeah. likes these movies and likes rocky and i can't wait for creed 2 and that's yeah. another example of like a soft reboot for sure where, where they where they bring in a new generation but they yeah. still respect the old generation mm-hmm. and I, I if there's one franchise that could really benefit from that formula it's nightmare on elm street because that is such a... It's not convoluted. Like, it's pretty easy to follow a story. But, mm-hmm. like, I know there are people that love that series. But, like, to me, I'm not really into the sequels that much. Yeah. Besides, not even the third one? Third one is is good. Ooh, but okay. For me, it goes Nightmare <laughs> that's, on Elm Street. That's my favorite one. <laughs> it goes Nightmare on Elm Street and then Wes Craven's New Nightmare. And okay. those are the two, like, excellent ones for okay. me. And so I'm like... I, I'm telling you, if they really are going to bring Robert England back, just do a direct sequel to the original. Yeah. Like, yeah. just do it. Again, like, you don't have to bo- bother following, like, Freddy's <laughs> Dead, The Final Nightmare. Or yeah. What happened after Freddy versus that's, Jason? I guess that, yeah, yeah, I guess that that's true. Yeah. That's do, a good point. Do that with Friday the 13th. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've tried to do it with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, four times. <laughs> that's one franchise. The sequels aren't that bad, though. The original sequels... For Texas Chainsaw? Yeah. Uh, two is a really interesting experiment. 
I, I really enjoyed third it. Third one's nuts. The third one is basically they just did Friday the Thirteenth with Leatherface. I right. Love it. And then the Next Generation is hilarious just because of how embarrassing it is for Matthew McConaughey and right. Zellweger. Right. And then uh, the remake, don't care for. I forgot it. The the prequel to the remake is god awful. Didn't see it. Texas Chainsaw 3D, god awful but sort of laughable. <laughs> And then Leatherface is fine, but just forgettable. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we've talked everything Halloween. Um, so, what we do, Andy, is we kind of go around and having our, like, last closing statements of anything about the movie. And then we usually rate it. But mm-hmm. we don't give it, like, stars. We give it something like, you know, 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. Halloween mass or Michael yeah, Myers yeah. mass or things like that. So, uh, Chelsea, what is your rating for the 1978 um, Halloween? I give it 8 out of 10 totallys. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite line in the movie. Yeah, she, she says it like 12 times. Totally. 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 Cool. Chris? Uh, I give this a uh, 7 out of 10... Um, Mike Myers. I call him by Mike. We know each other like that. <laughs> you guys are on the... Yeah, yeah we're on the... Like yeah. the SNL guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, I give this movie... Shoot. It's a... Cl- Man, I watch it every year. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. We'll do those blue mechanic jumpsuits. Because those, mm. those, are, those are iconic. Those are good. Andy, what do you rate this? Oh, Halloween 1978? I give it 10 out of 10... Uh, Donald Pleasance's. Oh, <laughs> how did we not talk about him? Oh my gosh! Yeah, Donald oh Pleasance's Loomis this franchise. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I mean, he he's in he's in more movies than uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Or they're like tied now, I think. Um, he's in one, two, four, five, and six. So he's in five. And she's in. She's in. Five. She's in one, one two, H two O. Resurrection and this one, so they're tied now. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're tied. So, uh, closing thoughts, Chelsea. Um, closing thoughts is I really like this movie. Um, like we were saying earlier, there's not a lot of good horror movies that are just about the holiday. This is number one. Uh, the atmosphere you come for the atmosphere and the way that it looks and the way that it makes you feel around Halloween time. That's what I I really enjoy about it. Um, and that's, yeah, that's my thoughts about Halloween. Chris, closing thoughts? Closing thoughts? Um, On Halloween. I thought it was a great movie. Um, I'm glad you guys are telling me more, th- uh, more movies to watch. Uh, this is, <laughs> this is in my top 10 cause I don't think I've seen over 10, uh, horror movies, yeah, like. horror movies yet. So no, I thought it was great. This he calls them Halloween movies. That's <laughs> what you know. Oh yeah, I call them Halloween movies. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I thought it was a good movie. Um, it was suspense, suspenseful. The mask freaked me out. Anything that can freak me out now is uh, it's great. Okay, so i got to tell this quick story. It, it's uh, revolved around one of these movies. So I think it's Curse of Michael Myers, the fifth one, where, is it his niece is, is has the... She kills, like, her nurse at the very end. That, that's the, Halloween 4. Is it Halloween the, 4? The return of Michael. Okay. Myers. So, uh, thank you. I'm so glad Andy's here. So, uh... <laughs> the first and yeah, last time everyone's, ever said that, but thank you. <laughs> He's our fact checker. So, okay, so I'm about 11 or 12, and um, I'm with my two best friends, and we're watching this movie. It's late at night. It's, like, a Saturday night. And um, for those who haven't seen the movie, so it's 
Michael Myers' niece, right? Uh-huh. She stabs her, like, caretaker, nurse, something, and it, there's, like, this big reveal, and she's uh, standing there with uh, a knife, and then the movie just goes, bam, to credits. And we're in the, in the family room at the time, and um, I don't know why, but, like, the, the curtains weren't up or anything, so, like, the street light from from the street was, like, shining right into the the family room and it was causing these crazy shadows and it was like really dark but kind of lit at the same time so um right when the credits hit bam my little sister she's probably like six or seven um is sleepwalking and she comes into the doorway she sleepwalks apparently like now she did i i've never seen her do this i think she was like half awake half asleep um and she just goes Maxi, there's someone. Oh, hold on, there's someone at the back door. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Myers. Right as we're talking about this movie, there's yeah. somebody at the back door. Wait, do you want to pause the thing? Chelsea, I'm right back. <laughs> okay. You and me, Chelsea. All right, cool. Awesome. They've gone to be murdered by Michael Myers. Yeah, someone's at the back door. That's ominous to say. That's some last words right there. Yeah, I just yeah. This is the first time I've ever been to Max's house, so I'm like sitting here and I'm just like, <laughs> okay. And you know, they did film Halloween in Pasadena, so if <laughs> right. it is actually like Michael Myers out there, like I'm running. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you just hear like footsteps running away, like that's me. Oh my gosh. No, it's fine. It's fine. I don't even know where we are. Talking about horror movies. (laughs) 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 All right, we could just cut that. Where do Um, we leave off? I'm still telling my story. Um, You got that. So there was an Amazon guy who went to our back door at eight o'clock at night. Just just keep it in. It's candid. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. His wife goes. There's someone at the back door. I was like, what? I was about to throw down right now. I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, Amazon, Amazon. Okay. Um, He's like laughing. <laughs> she goes, you guys were talking about horror things and then there was someone in our back door. <laughs> All right. So uh, so my sister comes in and I can't even see her face. And she just goes, Maxie. And she's like calling me. And then my friends and I just scream because it's literally like the little girl stabs the nurse or the caretaker, credits Maxi and we go oh my god and we like jump on top of each other and like do a wow. doggy pile it was so freaking scary because she's like the same age as the girl in the movie and you're just not expecting that so I, I just I had to tell that story because it's a good story um, that's Halloween related so, uh, yeah. and right when you're telling that story some weird guy goes to your back door and yeah. you're actually like someone in the back uh, Andy closing thoughts on, on Halloween uh, Halloween, it's just, it's one of the greatest movies ever made, and if you're, if anybody out there is interested in being a filmmaker, like I am, I love to use this movie as an example of what you can do with, like, a limited budget, because these guys were fresh out of film school, they had no money, and they changed the genre, or they changed film forever. For sure. So, don't ever be afraid to try anything, because you might just end up yeah. changing cinema (laughs) there you go um well it's almost the end of our episode but first we have the song of the week chelsea i'm gonna hand it off to you okay well you know with with talking i don't know we talked about uh ryan gosling okay i was gonna do halloween by susie the banshees but i was like nah i'll save that for another time (laughs) next halloween okay but now i want to do uh, Ryan Gosling's band Dead Man's Bones um, and I want to do the song Dead Man's Bones so there's a song and the band 
Same name. Dead Man's Bones. We'll do that. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you so much, Andy, for being a part of the 88 Miles Per Hour podcast. Thank you for coming into DeLorean with us, man. It was awesome. Thank you guys for having me. I'd love to be back. Yeah, we got to do this again. So it's pretty impressive in all your uh, horror knowledge. Hey, and and they can attest to this. I wasn't looking at my phone. No, he wasn't. (laughs) He wasn't. He was locked in. It's all in his brain. This is what happens when you go on as little dates as i have <laughs> is that your like mind just opens up and you just like have all this trivia in there so so yeah. what you're saying is you're single yeah ladies he, ladies he's single ladies. <laughs> i'll call the ladies over i, I know I'll call all, you the single ladies. all the single ladies <laughs> all right well after being chased by michael myers throughout haddonfield illinois uh after seeing all of our friends getting killed and demolished by Michael Myers. It's time to get back into (laughs) the DeLorean and travel back to the future. Dig a hole in the middle of the street
fans, Max here, and I want to thank you for listening to episode 74, and I want to thank you for listening all the way through the song of the week. Man, who would have known Ryan Gosling had such an awesome band, and this is perfect for a Halloween song. And I also want to give a shout out and a thank you once again to Andy from Pop Talks Podcasts, where Andy and his friends are in a comic book shop. And they're just talking all things geek. So if you like our show, if you liked Andy, make sure you guys subscribe to Pop Talks Podcast on YouTube. That's the way to listen to it. And if you've been enjoying September and October where the 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast has been talking all things horror, um, well, we have a special surprise. We're actually going to extend our theme of horror and Halloween to the first couple weeks of November. So we have a Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark episode coming up where you've been working on it for the last couple weeks, getting content and material ready for you guys. So we're looking forward to that as it is a a big part of our childhood, uh, getting scared, reading Goosebumps, and watching Are You Afraid of the Dark. So uh, just wanted to wish everyone a happy Halloween. Be safe out there. Get lots of candy. And uh, we'll see you in November.